0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Bob with Brush Up on EMS, and today we're going to be talking about concussions. What is a concussion? How does a concussion feel? I'm not really sure about
1: um, too many misconceptions people have about athletes with concussions. I mean, I just think that if you until you've had a concussion, you, you really, you know, can't imagine how that feels. Um, it's like an, an out-of-body experience.
0: The athlete we're listening to is Thomas Jones, or should I say Thomas Q. Jones, a former American football running back who played 12 seasons in the National Football League. He played college football for the University of Virginia. He was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, 7th overall in the 2000 NFL Draft, and played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in addition to the New York Jets, Chicago Bears, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's listen as he keeps talking about how the concussion affected him. That's
1: really what it is. Man, um, I mean, I've had I've had times where I've been hit immediately and I've seen stars like in the cartoons, um, where you'll see stars. Uh, I've been hit where I've seen black spots. I've been hit where I see two of you. So I see you're here and you're here. And you have to, I have to try to put you two together, put you back together. Um, I've had times where I've been hit, and I literally have been in the game, and the, the, the coach or the quarterback or somebody was talking to me, and I literally was just, I'm hearing you, but I'm not listening.
0: Could a concussion cause more problems than we actually realize? And how can we possibly identify concussions on the field? Stay tuned to Brush Up On EMS. I'm Bob, your colorful host, and today we're going to be challenging common thought on concussions. Stay up on all the Brush Up On EMS genre from Facebook to YouTube to the new thing that we've got, podcasts. Podcasts can be found on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, and various other web podcast suppliers. You also can like, comment, and subscribe on Facebook, Podcasts, and YouTube. So stay up on all the brush up on EMS genre. So what is a concussion? A concussion is a Mild Traumatic Brain Injury or TBI for short and it can occur after an impact to your head or a whiplash type injury that causes your head and brain to shake quickly back and forth. This is what we call an EMS Coup and Counter Coup. A concussion can result in an altered mental state that can cause the individual to become unconscious. I'd like to also recommend that concussions affect probably one of the highest populations, which being males through the age of 15 to 24 years of age. And this is more than likely due to not only sports, but also the individuals and their activities that are taking part during that time period in their life. Think about the National Football League. Think about NBA basketball. Think about university basketball and football. Not only does it affect football, basketball, and just those individual sports, it also affects soccer, it affects rugby, it affects pretty much every sport that is out there, along with the daily activities that could possibly cause head and brain trauma. And so we have to understand that concussions are not something to mess around with. And we shouldn't be allowing players to go back out on the field that have been involved in a concussive like activity that they're now experiencing signs and symptoms of a concussion. First, we have to recognize those signs and symptoms. So today on Brush Up on EMS, we're going to discuss the signs and symptoms of concussion and also discuss a type of response that you might see out on the field called a fencing response. We have to understand with concussions that there is a brain that is being protected by a clear colorless liquid called cerebral spinal fluid. And this fluid allows the brain to be cushioned. It allows it to be protected so as when the head hits at 60 miles per hour into a football helmet with their helmet on, it allows the brain to absorb some of the shock. But constant hitting of the head at 60 miles per hour, and I know that's an exaggeration, will continue to cause damage to the brain. And the brain requires three things that we have to remember. The brain requires water, it requires oxygen, and it requires sugar. And the brain has to be constantly perfused. It is largely dependent on our blood pressure and intracranial pressure to maintain that perfusion to the brain. However, when we have a bleed caused on the inside of the brain, the intracranial pressure starts to rise, blood pressure starts to increase, pulse starts to decrease, and we start having Cushing's triad. But we don't always see this in our concussion-type injuries. And with our concussion injuries, we more or less see issues with their mental capacity, and their ability to maintain their thought process. We can see some nausea. We can see dizziness. We might even see, as our football player talked about, Thomas Jones, talked about having some focal deficit where he had to focus really hard in to focus on the players or his coach. He might even be out in left field not really understanding what is being said. But one of the signs we can see on the field when it comes to concussions is a response called the fencing response. The basics of the fencing response is you go out, your arms go up. And if you do any basic research on Google and in YouTube, you'll find the fencing response how they're showing many many videos of players that are getting hit with hard hits and the harder the hit the longer and the more dramatic the response of the fencing response when these players get hit so hard that it causes the brain to have an issue for the brain to get traumatically injured not for it to start bleeding but for it to be injured and have this severe concussion we see that these players' arms go straight out in front of them. And they hold them in this position, and it's almost as if it is a form of posturing. A form of posturing that we would classify probably in the decorticate classification. The brain is trapped inside of a box, and if we shake that box hard enough, we're going to cause the brain to start having trauma. But what about those players on the field? How can we identify signs and symptoms, Bob? How are we going to figure out what's going on with them? You kind of told us a little bit. You told us about the fencing response. Well, the concussion signs that you're going to see, loss of consciousness. If the player gets hit hard enough, you see the fencing response, and they're now completely unconscious, that's a huge sign of a concussion. Disorientation if they're stumbling all around the field, if they have incoherent speech. Maybe memory loss, confusion, or as Thomas Jones talked about, having a dazed or vacant stare. Maybe some symptoms you might possibly encounter, a headache or dizziness, difficulty concentrating, sensitivity to light, possibly even some ringing in the ears, fatigue, or one of the big ones that a lot of people recognize, vomiting vomiting seems to be a very common sign of concussion with the dizziness dizziness nausea headaches confusion light sensitivity those are a lot of the common signs of concussion that people think about but fencing response is not a common one and so us at brush up on ems we would want you guys to understand that when you are out there watching sports players and you see someone have a fencing response that's a severe concussion and the longer the fencing response lasts when the arms go out and they stay out the harder the more severe that concussion was that player definitely needs to be checked out in a hospital we're not always going to see the bleeding or traumatic injury from the concussion on a ct scan but they can do quite a bit of testing through some charts and um, other types of materials that coaches, the uh, sports athletic trainers will have as well as a physician in the ER to see if the concussion uh, has caused some damage. Also, if a player has a concussion on the field, remove them from the field. Do not let them go out and continue to play. We do not need any players going into Second Impact Syndrome. So, Bob, what is Second Impact Syndrome? Well, Second Impact Syndrome is occurring when the brain swells so rapidly and catastrophically that they suffer a second concussion before the symptoms from the earlier one have subsided. This second blow can happen minutes, days, or weeks after the initial concussion. So allowing a player to come back and play the game in two days may not be enough time, and even the mildest concussion can lead to Second Impact Syndrome. This can be fatal. Almost everyone who is not killed from Second Impact Syndrome is severely disabled. So we really don't know why Second Impact Syndrome happens, but the idea is that the brain's arterials lose their ability to regulate their diameter and they lose control of that cerebral blood flow, causing cerebral edema, causing an increase in uh, ICP, allowing the player to start having Cushing's triad, and then we're having to innovate the patient, we're having to try to decrease the brain swelling, and it all goes downhill from there. So what are the takeaways here? Well, the takeaway is one, identification of a possible concussion on the field. The second takeaway is recognizing a possible fencing response on the field is critical in helping EMS responders and also as an EMS responder who is out on a football standby or other sports standbys, recognizing that and recognizing the need to get that patient into the hospital immediately. And the final takeaway is We need to make sure that our players, our kids, our individuals who are out there that might possibly come in contact with a concussion do not go back out on the field after they've had a concussion and make sure they are cleared by a hospital and make sure that that concussion is not going to lead to second impact syndrome. From all of us here at Brush Up on EMS, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast on concussion, second impact syndrome, and fencing response. We hope that this has helped you explore some new possibilities and challenge common thought on concussions. Again, have a safe week and stay safe.